Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Fans Nest. Week three. Uh, episode three. For uh, for life, episode three. Season one. Um, yeah, crazy first intro that was that I... Uh, I just rushed it because I can't hear the music. I'm still trying to figure out this program I'm using. I'm like, I feel like I'm a whole newbie doing this thing. One day I'll get it together. This is the other program I want to use so bad right now, but whatever. Um, Yeah, so welcome to the Fans Nest. Whether you're watching live or watching later on on YouTube or you're listening to uh, one of the many uh, podcast streams, uh, that I have now, um, <laughs> this, uh, past week, what I, what I did was I made sure that the show was listenable, even though sometimes, sometimes I just can't listen to my own voice. I made sure that the, uh, the podcast is on pretty much every single app where you can listen to a podcast. So, you know, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, um, Google, uh, YouTube, obviously YouTube. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, Spotify. I don't know. There's a lot. Just go to the YouTube channel, uh, The Fans Nest. There's the links there. Um, I highly recommend either going there or search uh Podbean. I'm probably confusing the hell out of all of you right now. Um, but you can listen wherever. I highly recommend that. Um, my favorite app is actually Apple Podcasts because obvious reasons. You know, it's one of the popular apps. If you have an iPhone, that's the go-to app. If you don't, most people, I believe, listen to either iHeartRadio or Spotify. Either way, it's it's on the popular stuff. Um, I'm very excited about that. <laughs> very excited. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, other... Well, I almost quoted uh, the Kelsey's new news. <laughs> I'm not trying to do all that. Um, a couple other things uh, before I get into what the show is about. Um, or for what the show is going on, for, what it's about for today. Um, if you are watching, again, if you're not watching, go to YouTube and check it out. Now, if you've ever gone to my Etsy store... Uh, or even looked at the TikTok. You see that I, uh, I first started the merchandise shop, and the very first thing I came out with was a T-shirt. It says "The Fans Nest." Now, the, the microphone is in my way, microphone stand. But as you see, I'm wearing the very first edition of the Fans Nest T-shirt. So if you want to grab yours and help your boy out. Just head over to uh, head over to Etsy and just look up the fans nest. I have something else there too. I have a hoodie. Um, <laughs> but no, this is really good. Honestly, I'm going to be 100 percent honest. I really like the quality of this. Um, so the T-shirt, uh, I completely did not. Uh, remind myself to to check out all the specs of this thing, but I believe it's a gilded uh, gilded material. Uh, that's the brand of the T-shirt. The print is actually really really 
good. Like it's just, I ordered it so obviously I could show everybody. Um, and so I could believe in my own product. Um, so no, I, I don't sit here. I don't custom make everything yet. Uh, I have a, I have a, 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 a printer that does everything for me. So, um, you order, it gets printed out. It, it got to me, um, in about a week and a half. Um, keep in mind, I, I actually ordered it on a Friday. Um, it went into production on that Tuesday and then keep it in mind. It's the holiday season. So, you know, the, the, the print, the, the, the printout, the actual printouts, and then the shipping, um, the shipping itself, once they shipped it out, it was quick. Uh, I want to say it took maybe two or three days, um, uh, traveling, but, um, the, uh, the quality itself, I, I love the quality of it. It's very soft. I like soft. It's, it's not like one of those really uncomfortable, uh, paper feeling like cheap shirts. So, um, you know, go grab yourself one, uh, rep the show. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, another, th- other things. Um, so I'm going to get into the beer for today. Now, <laughs> about this beer, let me go grab it sitting right next to me. Of course I got a goth. I have my, I have not been able to talk all day. I'm just getting over like being sick, like three times in a week. Insane. So I have my mug Got my freezer mug with my stainless steel ice cubes. I put it in the freezer like a half hour ago. So I'm guilty. And today's beer today's tries as i as i mentioned in the in the preview of today's show if uh, if if you watched it um <laughs> i uh, mentioned that uh i was going to try a sour sour ale beer I, I i'm not much of a fan of it's just the bitterness i i don't like bitter beer at all but um yeah, as I said, if uh, if you if you want to see my expression, if you want to see how I react to this, this is this is what you want to see because, uh, yeah, um, it, it could have just been the fact that my very I, I think the very very first sour ale I tried, it was the Warheads. Could have been Warheads. It's that's still not the best one to try, <laughs> but uh, so this one right here, it's uh. It's by the Duclaw Brewing Company. It's called the Sour Me Oh Yeah Fruit Punch Sour Ale. Now it says uh, on the bottom part of the, the can. Now, again, if you're listening to the podcast, go over to YouTube, find this, uh, find this episode uh, under the episodes um, podcast link. So you could actually see what this can looks like. Uh, on the bottom it says, Craft be cherished, rules be damned. I guess I like that. It's, it sounds kind of kind of risky. It's all about risk. I like my beer. Uh, where is the other side? There we go. Um, 
Now this this company is from what I saw based out of uh Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, the side of the can says big fruit punch notes burst through this bright red sour ale with loads of pineapple, orange, and cherry flavors to mimic the iconic summer drink. Now crack open a can and give us your best. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it. Um, five per a uh, 5.5% alcohol content volume. Uh, that's something now let me, I'm just, uh, here it is. Something else I'm, I'm reading on here. Yeah. It says ale with hibiscus, red food coloring, certified colors and pineapple, sweet cherry and orange purees. Or is it purees? Definitely says purees. Purees. I'm not the smartest person in the world, so. So we're going to open it up. Going to give it a nice little pour. Don't mind my pour. Sometimes I try to be as quick as possible so I don't bore anybody. Oh, look at that color. Definitely looks like a nice fruit punch. Look at that. There we go. All right. Let's find the best place to put this. Yeah, put it right there, right next to the belts, right? All right. Nice color. It has this uh, definitely an orange color to it. A tint of red. You see a little bit of red, but mostly mostly orange. A little brown. No head at all. Stop laughing. Here we go. Before I get into the next conversation, cheers. Okay. It's not it's not that bad. It's still sour. But I've had I have uh, hold on. So the first taste is um the first flavor that I taste is sweet. And then uh then it gets that's where the the sourness comes in. Like it comes in like after everything. Um, the after, the after flavor, aftertaste has that citrus, that citrusy flavor to it, that orange, the pineapple. So that's, that's what I taste last. But yeah, the first part you taste like the fruit punch, the fruit punch, then the sour, and then you could actually taste the, the, um, the fruits. <clears throat> it got me talking like a. Like a Batman. <clears throat> yep. But to be completely 100% honest, I like it. And I'm, like I said, I'm not a fan of sour ales at all. I can't really say at all now, can I? Usually when I see a sour ale, 
I don't go for it. And I definitely put that in front of the camera. Still trying to find like placements for my stuff here. Uh, right there. If, ow, if you're listening, you can hear me just moving all kinds of things around. Um, yeah, so that is definitely something I'd buy again. Definitely would. So, do claw. Round of applause. I like it. Um, there's other names and um, flares that they have. As I was like looking around their website um, and their Facebook, you know, they, they're they're very active. Um, if you want to check them out on on Facebook, go ahead. Do Claw Brewing Company. They're very um, interactive on there. They're always posting. Um, ooh, got the bubbles. Got to got to get burped. Um, there's some really good, uh, flavor that I've, uh, that I really want to try. Um, one, one of them is, uh, called dad bod. So that's kind of like relevant to, to me. Cause I completely have a dad bod. Um, one that got me, no, there's two that got me laughing. Um, another one that got me laughing, uh, there's another sour me. So they have like line, like flavor lines. Or I, I don't know what to call it, but they have different types of sour meats. So this one is the sour meat. Oh, yeah. Um, the other one that, that really caught my eye, um, there's the sour meat uh, unicorn farts. <laughs> Not kidding. Um, I might have to try that one, too. So uh, there's another one. Um, they also have a little, uh, a, a few flavors under the uh, the sweet baby line. Um, and I've seen this one quite a few times. Um, I've been told about it. I don't know what it tastes like. I've never been told what it tastes like, but um, I'm probably going to get it. <laughs> I'm probably going to get it for the show and to, to let you know uh, what it tastes like. But it's called Sweet Baby Jesus. <laughs> it's, I've seen the name uh, so many times and I've never thought of getting it. Definitely something I, I'm, I, I, it's time. It's just time for me to just, just suck it up and just go get it. And plus I read what kind of flavors are in there and it sounds really interesting. It's definitely nothing. It, it's nothing normal. Talk about a crazy, uh, craft beer, you know? All right. Now let's talk football. Now, right before I get into uh, this uh, past Monday night, um, one of the things I want to mention is um, I, I want to say like a, last week or the week before I mentioned that I uh, I got the inspiration of doing this podcast through a few things, uh, you know, Fox 29 and listening to uh, the Philly station uh, 94 WIP. Um, so what I just found out this, uh, this, this past, um, actually it was today I found out. <laughs> today I found out that on, I want to say Monday, 
I want to say Monday that I I found out that one of the uh, on-air personalities was uh, retiring out of nowhere. And I'm like, what? So, you know, after listening to almost to the station almost every day and I'm starting like the shows, the, the, the hosts, it's like you get used to listening to these guys every single day. And, uh, you know, that to a point where sometimes you just start looking forward to what, what they're talking about. You start looking forward to their show. Um, and I, I stumbled across this, uh, I was on Twitter X. God, I cannot stand haunted X. (sighs) So I stumbled across his, his tweet post, whatever video. And there he is. He's on video saying, oh, I'm just going down 422 traffic here, traffic on 76. Uh, go figure. It's my last show. And I'm like, what? I'm talking about John Marks. I'm like, what is he talking about? Last show. Like, when when did this come up? So I did a little bit of research. And yeah, I just, I believe it had been a few days ago. Maybe Monday. I don't know. Yeah, he he just announces that that his last day was going to be Wednesday. It was sudden. So, what I'm trying to get out with this is that I I became a fan of his. He 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 was like one of the little inspirations that I had with uh, with starting an Eagles podcast. Uh, he became a favorite of mine. Another favorite of mine because my other favorite was Angelo uh, Angelo Cataldi. And he did a morning show. He retired after the Eagles uh, Super Bowl. Um, he was the original one that got me listening. But you know, John Marks, you know, he has uh, he has the uh, uh, after afternoon show with Ike Reese, and I thought it was awesome. Like they would start the show, he'd be like, he'd be like, "Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to welcome to us." Uh, the afternoon show where I forgot what it's called, like the Marks and Reese show. What's up, Ike? And Ike's like, Johnny Marks, how at your boy. I, I, I loved it. I, I loved it. I looked forward to it every day. And this guy now just, he decides to retire. Um, well, maybe not retire, but moved on to other things uh, based off of his decision for his family. And, you know, hats off to him for that. Um, but, you know, it, it, just shout out to him. You know, that's, that's basically what I'm trying to get at is, you know, I just wanted to like share a little story about him and, um, you know, just, a, you know, shout out to John Marks. He has no idea who I am, but, you know, I'm pretty sure he, he knows that uh, he's had a lot of, a lot of uh, fans, listeners, um, you know, it's just a, it was just a good, uh, he was good to listen to, um, for, for quite some time for some, some good amount of hours from two to six, uh, especially while, while working <laughs> because, you know, there was, there was like nothing else I wanted to listen to. I don't want to listen to any, any music. It's like the same music over and over again. I, I'm not into that no more. I wanted to hear sports and he was one of the guys that, 
um, I liked to listen to, even though I did not agree to almost anything that he said, honestly, but that's what, that was, that's what was good with him. You know, he, he, he was good with that conversation to, you know, spice things up a little bit. Um, he, his, his, his views seem to be the, the opposite of mine most of the time. Um, I never called in, um, never had the opportunity to call him, but, uh, yeah, I'll miss him. I miss him. I look forward to, to hear what he does in the future and the future of that show. Um, all right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, where are we at? 20 minutes into the show now, my show. All right. So let's talk about this, uh, Seahawks game. <sighs> okay. Merry Christmas. How am I gonna? How am I gonna say? How am I gonna say this? Uh, honestly, let's open it like this. Jalen Hurts was sick prior to the game. Um, didn't know if he was gonna play. He was questionable. Um, my fantasy season definitely relied on his availability. <laughs> um, he traveled separately from the team to Seattle. He uh, was definitely questionable. Uh, you know, the, the day or two prior to the game, um, his symptoms worsened. People were saying flu. People were saying COVID. Um, and after hearing what he had, um, he had a, a, what was it? A fever, body aches, uh, uh, tiredness, it, pretty much. It was kind of like flu-like symptoms. It wasn't COVID. Um, from what I read, he had the same thing I did, which was weird, <laughs> very weird. So I, I know exactly what he was going through. Um, I, I had a nauseousness along with mine. Uh, I had no appetite. So I wonder if he had that also, like, you know, no appetite. Um, but hey, you know, he, he was able to play the game. Um, we had no Darius Slay. Uh, with that situation, let me tell you what. There was a lot of people out there that was really talking about Slay. Um, let's say prior to this game. Prior to, the, well, prior to knowing an injury. You know, Slay's not doing this. Slay's not, Slay's no big, uh, no, no big big play slay you know all, all all this talk about slay now and i kept saying i'm like you know why you talk about slay like like the from what i'm understanding he's making he's making plays that's uh that's coming to him he's making the stops he needs to make i mean he's not playing perfect nobody was playing perfect um overall slay is needed Slay is our 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 best our, our best corner. Um, it, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I, I was I, I keep getting frustrated at, at at fans that's like talking down on Slay, and 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 then the the he he goes through this this uh injury that 
was kind of, I guess it was hidden from us and he gets this surgery and now everybody's freaking out. Now everyone's like, like, Oh, we need slay. Really? Where were you a week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? You were talking about getting rid of Slay. Now, we're, now there's no Slay. Now you're saying, oh, we need him. Really? Like, where, like what, what, are you, what are you trying to say here? <laughs> Bottom line is we need Slay. I don't care. You know, we need Slay. Has he been the best on social media? Nah, nah, man. Now you, you know, you know, you give them, you know, you give these players a platform, um, you know, whether it's a podcast, Facebook, Twitter, X, whatever, you know, they're going to say, they're going to say stuff Not everybody's going to agree. A lot of people's not going to agree, but what is important to me is their performance, and yes, yeah, Slay said something. Uh, what was it? A couple weeks ago, uh, that he had the best stats on the team of of, of the team. Uh, he, something like that. He 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 was the best on the team. That's basically what he was what he was saying. Um. Now, was he? Yeah, but. I guess the problem that I have is that when when people were when people heard this, they had the problem with with what he said. Okay, whatever. He he said he said what he said. He makes it all about he made it all about himself. That's how you want to perceive it. That's how you want to see it. But you know, I guess he was just stating facts. Sorry, I mean. What else do you want him to say? You got people, people coming at him, people talking about him. What else do you want him to say? He's at this point, like every other player right now, defending himself. Now moving forward, he's out during during the Seahawks game, and now everyone's like, "We're Slay." All right. Yeah, I've been saying it since the beginning that we need Slay. But, you know, the game isn't all about Slay. You know, we uh, what we got now is uh, Matt Patricia um, is now our defensive coordinator while uh, Sean Desai, you know, they switch places. So Matt Patricia went from the booth um, to the sideline to make the play calls, and Sean Desai went up to the booth. So now Matt Patricia is up front and center. Now, now where do I want to go with this? Because now it's I, now I I have to talk about the game now. All right, so that first half was pretty good. It, it could have been better. It could have been better. But like, I, it, you know, we we got what we wanted. I'm still. Seeing people complain though about about that, like, like there, of course everyone's going to nitpick about things. I, I get it, I get it. There's there's things that you're going to see that's going to be able to go. He would have did that. Okay, cool. But 
you know, the they finally listened. Sirianni finally listened. They went with the run game a lot. And it was working. As I'm I'm seeing, I, I believe Hertz did you know the the first offensive play um Hertz Hertz ran it for a first down. It it looked great. They gave it to to both uh, uh, Swift um, and Gainwell. The running game was working really well, and even some the the passing was a little better. It wasn't perfect, but it was better. You could see there was improvements. Now we are talking about going against the Seahawks. I get it, but overall, we were seeing what what we should have been seeing. Um, yes. They only scored a uh, uh, ten points in the first half, but guess what? How long has it been since we had actually a lead ending the first half? Well, how long has it been? Seriously, um, and the defense, the defense was playing a whole lot better. Um, God, there were some things I I, I saw that was, that was pretty good. I don't remember when it was during the game, but um, I remember seeing Reddick. Reddick do his thing like normal, like he should have been doing. BG and and uh, Cox was in there, and, and they got a sack in there. I think that was later on in the game. Um, I'm trying to remember a specific play. Uh. Man, what was it? I don't remember the play, but uh, QB getting mowed down by our defense. It was awesome. Um, so yeah, the defense held held Seattle to zero points until a minute a uh, minute forty three left in the second uh, quarter. They got a field goal. They only got a field goal. We went into the in, into halftime, winning ten to three. So, yeah, let's talk about the second half. All right, so that is where, I don't know, that's just where everything is starting sloppy. Um, a, lot of, a lot of things just seem to fall apart. I, like, I feel like the Seahawks started catching on to things. As I take another drink. I felt like the Seahawks started catching on to all kinds of. There we go. Like they're just catching on to all. They're they're catching on to the Eagles' offense and defense. There we go. Presentation. Um. Because because they started moving the ball. It, it looks like the Eagles. Offense started looking like how they've been looking like in the last three weeks, as well as our defense. And <clears throat> I'm sorry if I sound a little phlegmy. <laughs> I, totally apologize, I totally apologize because, like I said, I'm, I'm still getting over being sick. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So, I, I feel like the. The Seahawks was they were, they were starting to figure us out. 
and it just became ugly. It, it started becoming ugly again. I'm like, oh no, here we go again. Here we go again. Um, we were winning still 17-13. But the problem, the problem was that Seattle, they just kept moving the ball. Yeah, I, I kept seeing, I kept seeing our defense not tackling. Like what I noticed in the last few weeks was defenders just bouncing off of players, like literally bouncing. I'm like, I'm like, are they practicing like tackling at practice or are they just doing, what are they doing? Practicing uh, flag football? Like what is going on? Like they're not bringing anybody down. It was kind of like, um, it reminded me of watching uh, the 49ers game again against Debo. You know, they were just bouncing off Debo. He was just walking right in. That's what it kind of reminded me of. I, I, and I, was, I was not liking it. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, they're not tackling. Sliding right off and just missing plays. Missing tackles. So, yeah, 17-13. They're moving the ball, and Hertz drops back, and he he, he bombs it in, into the end zone, and it gets intercepted in the end zone. Like that—that that was not like don't, like what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Um, that was. I didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't like that at all. That that was just like, that was too much right there. Um, I mean, even though Seattle got an interception there, it it didn't do anything for them. But it was still the fact that you know that was a scoring opportunity instead of bombing the ball, hoping something happens into the end zone. Try to try to just get yards. I always say, don't always go for the end zone. Just get the yards you need for the first down. That should be the game plan. At least get eight yards so you do the brother, brotherly shove. You don't always have to make big plays. Um, other things I wanted to mention is the Kelsey, uh, the Kelsey false starts. <laughs> Man sets sets up. Honestly, in my opinion. They said, uh, oh, yep, they're going to call that. Like the Kelsey, while Kelsey was still moving the ball around, trying to adjust the ball, the entire line was still, um, they were still lining up. Everybody was still moving around, adjusting themselves. But I've never seen Kelsey get so many penalties in a season. So, so hey, non non uh, Eagles fans, where is it that we're paying the refs now, huh? Yeah, thought so. Eagles paying the refs. <laughs> I thought that was a whole joke right there. Um, so yeah, I, it, that 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 one that, that upsets me. You know, it's like Kelsey Kelsey getting getting penalties. The whole line, like Lane getting penalties. Like, when does our line get so many penalties like that? It's it's insane. So whether it's whether it's just the refs nitpicking on the Eagles or 
or the line, something needs to change. You know, they got to do better with noise, do better with communication. Um, and then there was, I'm talking about the score was already, uh, 2017 at this time. Uh, it was the Eagles. La- I can't, first of all, I can't believe that, that our defense let, let the, the touchdown happen at the end of the game. Um, and we had one shot. All we needed to do at 2017 was get into field goal range and believe in, uh, wow. I almost said Justin Tucker, <laughs> Oh man, David. Oh man. I almost said David Akers. Oh, my God. I have lost my mind. You see, I'm not here today. Um, so, you know, excuse me. It's been a long day. Um, but anyway, believe in Jake Elliott. He's got a leg. He makes damn near everything. Just, just get the ball where it needs to go. We have 13 seconds left. Jalen's going around, trying to figure out what to do with the ball. I, we were at the 50 yard line. Honestly, if if you could just like, I don't know. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Um, I put on all my notes here. Um, Jalen was a little further back. Dallas Goddard. I'm talking about this last play, uh, that the Eagles had during the game. Um, Dallas Goddard was wide open. Now, I didn't see this during the game. I saw this during when I was looking at some film after. Um, Dallas Goddard, uh, this was uh, 13 seconds left. Eagles still had two timeouts. Um, Jalen bombs it, bombs the ball. And I believe, you know what? I did not. I do not remember who he passed it to. Is either to uh, Devonte Smith or I think it was Devonte. Uh, man, I mean, it kind of doesn't matter. He there was coverage. Guy intercepted. But when I looked at the film, Dallas Goddard was he was wide open, just standing there at the fifty yard line. Just nobody, nobody was around him. <laughs> nobody. And I'm like, what What kind of decision was that? Like, Jalen just bombed this thing. He didn't have to. He could have just threw it to Dallas right there. He could have ran a few yards. They would probably, if they played the, the clock correctly at 13 seconds, they probably would have had a few seconds left. Call timeout. Hope Jake Elliott kicks the field goal and ties the game to go into OT. But instead, you know, Jalen makes this decision and throws an interception. That was just bad decision on his end. Um. So yes, third loss in a row. We lost twenty to seventeen. I believe my prediction last week. I could be wrong. I I, I think I said the Eagles were going to win twenty one seventeen. And uh, yeah, I was uh pretty wrong on that one. Pretty close to the score that I mentioned, but. The other way around. Unfortunately, I need a drink. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. So. <sighs> so again, um, Jalen was, you know, he was sick going into this game. A lot of times when the camera cut to cut to his face while he was sitting on the sideline, he really looked like he was completely out of it. And I'm not, I don't want to say that it was, it had been the weather too. Um, I mean, I think it was raining during the game or earlier in the day. I don't know what the situation was with that, but Jalen, if you go, if you go back to how he looked uh, during the game, he looked like he was not there. Like he, like mentally he was, and I know that feeling going, going into work and just on autopilot. So, you know, I, you know, I, I want to say just, you know, hats off to Jalen for even, um, going out there while sick. Um, he knew that, you know, the team relies on him. He knows that he's needed. Um, I mean, I needed him for fantasy, but you know, hats off to him, man. I mean, he's he he probably had to do a lot to 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 make sure that he was ready for this. Um, and then seeing him in the press conference during the press conference, he he looked awful. He he just he just looked so off. Honestly, I could not. I couldn't watch the whole press conference because I felt so bad with how he looked. I'm like, I, I can't, I can't watch him like that. Like now, if you're watching me on YouTube right now, you could actually see me like, so the microphone's right here. He was like this, like he, he looks like he was, he was leaning like this. His face was just like, uh. he looked like he was about to just fall over collapse. Like he did not want to be there. He did not want to answer questions. Like I get it. Most of the time he's like a robot, <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, this was, this was not Jalen. Um, you could tell that he was, he was sick. He wasn't feeling good. He, a part of me wants to say if he was completely healthy in that game, he probably would have made, um, better decisions. Um, but this game, don't hate me for saying this. Um, this, this, this game in the last few games completely reminded me of uh of Carson Wentz a little bit. You know, the Super Bowl hangover, quarterback comes back um after some weird injury or after some injury and he's not the same anymore. Um I'm not saying that he's like Wentz, no. Um matter of fact, I want to say I'm a I'm a bigger fan of Wentz before Wentz got injured. Before that Super Bowl, I liked how Wentz played. Um, I would actually take that Wentz over Jalen Hurts. Don't hurt. Uh, don't don't hate me for saying that, but but we know how that whole situation went. Um, you know, Hurts Hurts is still, in my opinion, a really good uh, quarterback. He's he's in it for the future. He's a uh, he's our guy. After this game, there's just been a lot of a lot of bad talk about everybody. 
Like people are picking on literally each individual person. I'm seeing the talk on Hertz, talk on even Kelsey. Like, really? <laughs> people are talking about Kelsey. Like, he snaps the ball. He snaps the he snaps the ball. He's the he's the he's one of the main guys of why the push push is even successful. Like he's a leader. Like anyway, stop talking, stop talking shit about Kelsey. That's that's ridiculous. Um you know, people are talking about you know the offensive uh the entire offensive line, uh, the the offense, the defense, each player, uh, each coach, uh, Nick Sirianni. I, I'm hearing, I heard some things uh, today about uh, who who was it? A uh, uh, Jack Fritz, Jack Fritz on ninety four WIP saying if if uh, uh, if they don't go into the NFC Championship, at least go get to the NFC Championship. Then he then he should be gone. Like what? No, like Nick is a a he's he's a winning he's a winning coach. Like he has a winning record with the team. I like what are you doing? What are you what are you saying? Like why are you saying this? That makes no sense. He's he's built a he's built a an elite team that is is not playing up to par right now. We have three. Lo- okay, we've lost. We lost two games that I knew we would lose to. Seahawks did not see that coming, but at this point, it is what it is. Okay, we're still ten and four. We're still up there. I believe the only team that's above us right now um, is uh, uh, is the Forty ers which obviously they they beat us. Hold on, let me see what the stats say. Do, 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 do. Um, I'm not thinking straight right now. NFL app. That's what I'm going right now. While I'm waiting for it to, to load, I am going to drink my beer right now. All right. All right, let's see. Uh, let's go to standings. I should know this, right? I should. I should definitely know this by now. So, yep, I'm completely wrong. Yeah, I'm completely wrong. This is such a weird season, too. I'm very confused. No, I'm not confused over... Uh, let me see, what are the Cowboys over us right now? Yeah, so Cowboys is first, we're second in, in our division. In the conference, we've got 49ers, Cowboys, Lions, Buccaneers, and then Eagles. Now I don't understand that. I'm just listen. I don't know stats. I don't understand stats a lot of times. Sometimes I'm just a, I'm just a regular fan. I don't know how everything works. I'm sorry. I'm not perfect. Um, I, I'm trying to understand how the NFL is saying the Buccaneers 
are over the Eagles right now. Maybe because they're number one in their division. I think that's why. From what I see, yes, that's got to be it. The Buccaneers, the 7-7 Buccaneers, that's 3-1 and one in, in their division. They're uh, above the Eagles right now. And the Eagles are also uh, 3-1 and one in their division. Uh, 7-14 percentage and 10-4, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, so the Bucks are above us right now because they're number one in their division. I was wondering. I'm like, that. That's got to be the only reason. <laughs> they're just because they're in their. Wow, their division is like that right now. They have the best record in their division. That's seven and seven. Man, F- NFC South. Man, <laughs> what is going on with y'all? Um. All right. So, so I'm, you know, just seeing all these things about about who's uh, who's at fault here. I'm constantly seeing, and I'm, I'm everyone's talking about this. Everyone's saying it's this person's fault. This just pointing fingers to individuals. It's this person's fault. No, it's this person's fault. You know what? Hold on. Let me take another drink. I got something to say about that. That's good stuff. <clears throat> you know whose fault it is? It's the team. It's everybody. You can't just say it's just Jalen. You can't say it's just Nick. You can't say it's just it's just oh, it's just Slay. You can't say it's uh, Sean Desai, Sean Desai or Matt Patricia because obviously, guess what? They still gave up points in the second half, right? Okay. Only difference is I give I'm going to give Matt Patricia this. And I said it earlier. The defense held the Seahawks to zero points until the end of the uh the first half. Maybe there's something there. I don't know, but then again, at the end of the game, it was like the same result. So again, it's Honestly, it's the team effort. It's the it's the it's the team. It's the communication. It's just uh, it's it's the plays. It's the play calling. It's the coaching. It's everybody. You know, got to execute. Got to execute plays. Got to choose the right plays. Got to make sure that that all the players are on board and can and can make the plays happen. It's everybody. You know, we have, and we know, and we knew this going into the season that we have a great team all around. Got a great defense. Our, excuse me, you know, a little bit of beer burp. You know, we got to, we got to have a, we have a solid offensive line that we've got to take advantage of this season. That entire line is, you're not going to stay around forever. Maybe, you know, there's some retirements that might be happening this season or after this season. Got to, you know, they just figured out, let's run the ball. Got to gotta do something with that. They figured that out and they have to continue to, 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 make, to make plays that, that, that they know will work. 
with with the with the run game. Um, yeah, the complaints, man. <laughs> I'm the thing is, yes, I'm complaining about some things, but I I don't have the same complaints as a lot of other people do. Um, my main complaint really is just what I just said. It's you know the the whole the whole team, the chemistry, you know everybody, the players on both sides, as well as the coaching. Um, they need to get together. They need to get it together and just make it happen. Just just do it. Just just make the plays. Just you know they they have to figure it out. They have to study more film. They have to. They have to know what's coming ahead of them. They have to, they, yes, they, they did well um, in that first half. Do it again. Continue doing it to the second half. Know that there's going to be changes coming to them and, and figure out, figure out what, a, they, what they could be. Like, just, yeah, do that, please. I know, I feel, I, I sound like I'm, I'm not talking or, or saying much of anything right now, people, but. There's nothing else for me to say about that. Which comes to, uh, leads me to the next game. Next game against the five and nine Giants. So this is the game that we should win, right? We should win. Um, but are we going to win? That's a good question, right? So, let's see something here. Tommy DeVito is uh, is their current quarterback right now. He is going to play against the Eagles. Um, I had to bring up something uh, on my laptop that I wanted to look at earlier. Um, let's see. I wanted to see something about Tommy DeVito. Um, honestly, I like his, <laughs> I almost said, I like his gimmick. This ain't wrestling, but no, seriously, like he, he has a, he has a good story behind them. You know, he, he's originally from, uh, uh, North Jersey. That's where his parent, his, his parents or his mom lives. He's living in, he's living in, uh, in the basement right now because it's basically, he's playing out of his backyard. Good deal. You know, in his defense, that's why he's living there. Rent free. Why not? You know, he doesn't have to buy. He, he, no, his, he's a rookie. You know, his contract is not guaranteed to stay with the Giants. So why is he going to buy a house right now? Yes, I'm defending. <laughs> yes, I'm defending a rival. <laughs> but I was just, just seeing some stuff, you know, some stuff about him and, People like like what people are saying about him. It's like, well, you know, he, he's he's a rookie. You know, he's he's not guaranteed to stay with the Giants. You never know what happens during your during your rookie season. You don't know where you're going. You don't know if you're staying. You don't know until that rookie deal is up. So why buy a house with you know the rookies don't they don't have a big contract. So you know they got the whole Italian thing going, whole agent, the whole agent thing. Um, saw something about his agent uh, upped his appearance price at a restaurant. The restaurant dropped dropped the appearance and pretty much said never mind because they didn't like the the charge. 
a bunch of ridiculousness with that one. Um, so, so I, I, I mean, I, I guess I look forward to actually, I have not seen any Tommy DeVito, um, uh, film. I'm guilty. I've just been keeping my ears open and just listening about him. Um, my cousin Marco is a Giants fan. I was saying that he was saying that he would take uh, Tommy DeVito over Daniel Jones anytime. That tells me a lot. And I, I believe until this last game, um, DeVito had a three-game winning streak too. Until uh, who they play the Saints. Uh, let's go. Um, the New York Saints brought the Giants three-game winning streak with undrafted free agent rookie quarterback Tommy DeVito at the helm to an end last Sunday, holding the Giants to a pair of field goal field goals. As New York lost twenty-four to six. All right, but you know this this is actually from a. BigBlueView.com. I wanted to see. Uh, I wanted to actually go on a a Giants uh, website to read about them, see what they say. And I didn't really read into it. I just you know left the page up. Um, to see some of the stuff that they said. I think they they don't really say anything about anything bad about the Eagles at all. They're just you know talking about how, uh, you know how how the Eagles are are looking. Um, how we're not happy about it, which is, you know, it's pretty damn true. Um, I don't see anything else here that's relative to what I want to talk about right now. But, um, but yeah, I mean, overall, Eagles should win this game. I've seen, I've seen some scores out there. Eagles, uh, gonna win like th- what score? What what score did I see? Thirty. 31 to let me see if I can bring up some uh some uh predictions here I think I saw a, a spread nope I definitely don't want to go to X or Twitter or whatever it is um Eagles prediction score spread whatever you want to call it. I'm not a big guy when it comes to like the spreads. Go figure. I'm a fantasy guy. I own a league. <laughs> um, let me see. Berg, uh, Bergen record. Transfers Eagles total over over 42 and a half points. That's the odds via Bet P. Excuse me, man. Air bubbles. Uh, f- 42 and a half points. That's the odds over. And that's the odds via bet MGM, um, under 43 points. And those are the odds via DraftKings. Uh, there's this one. Let me see. USA today says their prediction is, uh, Eagles 38 giants, 31. Um, someone else, uh, said, uh, on Reddit, 31, 21 Eagles. um, uh, there was another one I saw. Uh, 
I can't find the other one that I saw, but uh, pretty much the Eagles are favored to win. Um, man, what is this? Sports betting dime. Eagles 34.1, Giants 7.9. Wow. That's a big difference right there. Um, so, okay, so it, 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 it looks like that, you know, the, the total score is going to be over 40 points. Um, and everyone's saying that it was going to win. I'm going to be the bad guy here. My prediction. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me take another drink. All right. So I really think that it's it's going to be a it's going to be another close game as always. Um that's just how it's been all season. And I don't want to bring up was it the Dolphins I think where where we actually had a really good lead at uh, at the end of the game. No, that's that doesn't even count. We haven't had a, a a dominant game all season. So even as even if it's the Giants, I'm not I'm not expecting a dominant game. I'm expecting another close one. Um, I and honestly, I wouldn't put it past the Eagles if they lost this game too. I, I'm sorry, but like. I, I feel like every single time or every uh, uh, week that passes and we have another loss, their chemistry, again, chemistry, their chemistry and and and, and everything that they're doing is just falling apart. And honestly, I think a lot of it, I believe, is because of fans. Sorry, everybody. I think it's because... And I and I'm not I don't I don't want to put blame on fans. I want to put blame on managements, agents, whoever, uh, because it's that's why players should not be on social media. Um, they should not listen to these. Pe- this is this is why there's there has been rules in the past where let where players should stay off of social media, get out of the comments, um, don't pay attention to that stuff. Um, I know there's players that that stays off social media and and they don't, they don't do that stuff because they want to block out all of the, all of the, uh, uh, the the feed, the the negative feedback, all the negative stuff. So, yeah. um, But like, (laughs) I'm going to go back to slay. It's why slay went on and, and said what he said because you know he he has access to the stuff unfortunately and people hate on what he says because he has these his emotions are up there and people are saying he has a big head like no nah, he's he's defending himself because well he has access to to all the negative bullshit which is unfortunate they really shouldn't have access to the social media like that just just because you know it, it, it's just it gets to their head. It, it it does. It could have it could affect literally everything. 
I don't like that. Anyway, um, I was getting way off of a track there. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't put it past them if they lost that that game. Um, I'm not saying that they're losing. By the way, one thing I want to highlight. One thing I do want to highlight. They announced today that they will be playing in all black. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about the all black jerseys. I'm talking about the all black uniform. The black jersey, the black pants. I'm really hoping the black helmet too. Um, I would love to see the Kelly Green again. But, you know, they did the two games with that one. And then, you know, they have to bring back the all black at home against the Giants. I love it. I love it. We barely lose with the with the all black. Barely. Um, I think we lost a game. I think we lost a game last season wearing all black. Yeah. It, it might have been against Dallas. I don't remember. I, I just remember like going into the going into the game, like oh, we never lose with all black, and then we lost. <laughs> so, um, there's that idea. Uh, but all right, overall, my prediction. I I do believe the Eagles will win this game. I do believe that they will win, probably like thirty-one twenty-four, and it's. It's going to be closer. I'm going to write that down too. So I don't forget this time because I forgot last week. 31 to 24 birds. He's got all my microphone. I got some hair. How do I get some hair on my microphone? It's like cat hair, probably from your girlfriend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So 31 24 Eagles. Um, I don't see it being an easy one. I, I think it's going to be close all the way to the fourth quarter. Then the Eagles get ahead somehow, and and there we go. Um, I don't have any answers to how that happens. I just have a feeling that's that's what it's going to be close to. Um, and that does say that the the spread is lower than it says uh, what I say uh yeah 55 yeah so yeah there it is I think that's what the score is going to be um on to the next thing last segment of the evening and then we're into the show an hour and seven minutes gotta love it yeah don't care it's my show I could do whatever I want like take another drink of beer. By the way, if you if you have a brewing company, um, if uh, you're watching this, listening, please reach out to me. I would love to try your beer. I would love to have it on the show. I'd love to collab with you. Um, just reach out to me, uh, Daniel, aka. S P E S P E 
uh, send an email, thefansnest at gmail.com. That's with a PH. And yeah, let's talk because I, uh, I would love to talk with, with, uh, with potential, uh, breweries or companies that craft their own beer. I love to try beer. I love to show it off and say, this is what I'm trying. Always something new, you know, I like it. I'm almost done with this. I surprised myself. It's sour, man. Oh, man. Do claw. You did good. <laughs> um, all right. Last segment. FFCL. What's up, everybody in the league? Ah, man. What a week. Yeah, I was really hoping uh, Hertz was going to play. Because honestly, if he wasn't going to play, I was going to lose this game. I was going to lose this week for sure. But he came in. And, you know, we're in the quarterfinals right now in the FFCL. Well, we were in the quarterfinals. Let me tell you what. Hertz has... Why don't I have these numbers in front of me with Hertz? Not relevant. That's If I'm talking about Hertz numbers, I'm talking about myself here, and I'm not trying to just talk about myself, because otherwise I'm going to talk about everybody else. I ain't trying to do all that. But looking at the final numbers here, man, Kyle, man, Kyle. I remember, uh, what was it, last season? Uh, if you're watching, um, I remember last season, you were in the championship. You were in the championship round. The Super Bowl. Our Super Bowl. Or maybe it was the year before. I'm completely way off right now. Yeah. Um, no, it was two years ago. Two years ago, he was in the Super Bowl. But, uh, man... I, th- I really thought I was going to lose against him, especially uh, when Hertz was questionable. I'm like, man, oh, man. Come on, Hertz, you got to play. That final decision came around 7 o'clock, I think, 7 o'clock that night, where they were like, yeah, he's in. But then on radio, on 94 WIP, they were saying, oh, he hasn't came back. I think it was Elliot Short Parks. It's like, oh, he hasn't come out of the tunnel yet. He didn't come out with the team. He didn't do that. I'm just like, oh my God, what is he? Still questionable. You can't be playing with people's emotions like that. But eventually he came out and he saved the day. So that being said, results. So again, um Leathernecks, which is Bark, and uh Kyle, Jalen, uh Jalen's Fin Chasers. They had the bye week in the quarterfinals. So, you know, they had a, a week of uh, rest was what we call it. They didn't have a game. Um, they didn't have to pay attention to, to anything. They they just had a they had a week break. That's how it works in fantasy. You know, it, the quarterfinals come. If It's, it's pretty much like uh, the quarterfinals is our wild card. They didn't have to play. 
fair. Um, did I say that right? No, I absolutely did not. I did not. I don't know what I just printed out. Because I played Kyle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong thing. I, I, I'm I'm wrong. It was Leathernecks that had the buy. And then Larry Niner, uh, Larry, first year on, in the league, he had the he had the bye week, so they had the bye week. Um, they didn't, they had to pl- play our quarterfinal week, which is our wild card. So, uh, yeah, this week uh, the, the, the quarterfinals we had me versus Kyle. I completely messed that up. Me versus Kyle. Um, I beat Kyle 117.92 to Kyle had 111.74. I can't believe him. I I beat him by a Jalen touchdown. Again, if I, if Jalen didn't play, I would have lost. I really would have. I would have lost. And then uh, the other quarterfinal game was a, a Heather thing. Versus PA Raiders, Heather versus uh, Roy. And Roy, he's pretty much, I consider Roy our veteran fantasy team manager. He's been around since my first fantasy league that I started over 10 years ago. And he actually has a trophy or maybe a few trophies. I I have a trophy literally here of his uh, from my last league from forever ago <laughs> fun fact maybe i'll show one day so, um so roy actually beat heather 99 points uh 99.46 to heather what happened 68.26 i'm Shocked. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta I gotta look at this one. I gotta look at this one real quick. I mean, I printed this stuff out earlier. I just did not pay attention to what uh what the outcome was, why the outcome was, why it was. Let's go back to let me see week 15 on the phone. Uh there it is. Oh, whoop. see what happened. That all right. Okay, well, there's a let's see Jake Browning. Heather had a Jake Browning, not that bad of points. Jake Browning. Versus Josh Allen, Jake Browning had 22 points, over 22 points. Josh Allen had over 18, which was low for a quarterback. Um, Alvin Kamara, she had him. He had 11 points. Kenny Gainwell. Huh. I thought Gainwell did more than this. I, I, re- I honestly thought Gainwell did better than this. Here's where the I guess this is where it hurt where it hurt her uh, right here. Um, she had Gainwell in. He only had two, a little over two points. Devontae Smith 
five points. He was projected uh, over nine, but he only had five. Uh, Drake London, wide receiver from the Falcons, only had uh, just over two points. And here goes another painful one. Travis Kelsey. Travis. Little Travi. Two, 2.80 points. He was projected over 10, but he only got a little over two points. What? Wow. Um, Wandale Robinson from the Giants only had two points. Jake Elliott only had five I'm saying Jake Elliott, man. Jake Elliott, I rely on him. Uh, Eagles, uh, those certain spots that you should have relied on him with. Um, then she had defense. Uh, defense in was the Steelers, which the Steelers lost that game 30 to 13. They let a lot of scores on them, but they didn't finish that bad. Uh, they had a total of 14 and a half points, but, uh, Roy uh, Browns had 20 points. Cooper Cup, 23 points. I mean, uh, Joe Mixon from the Bengals had uh, 12 points, which is pretty much 12 points of like average for a wide receiver. Um, so did Deont- Deontay Johnson from uh, the Steelers had about 12 points. But what's crazy is uh, his tight end, Dalton Kincaid from the Bills. Zero points, but Roy's still beat you, Heather. I'm sorry for your loss. Moving on. So myself and Roy moved on to the semifinals. So now I'm going against uh, Mark and the Leathernecks. Lord help me. And um, Roy moved on to face second place Larry Niner. Larry, which he's our uh, our rookie in our league. Doesn't mean that he's a rookie at all. And when I'm looking at these matchups here, hope I'm looking at the wrong week. Current week 16. So yes, the winner of this the winner of this week moves on to our Super Bowl. Um let's see. All right. Projections currently in the semifinals. Me 92.91, Mark 99.44, Mark. We both have Finish this with the same record, ten and four, like the Eagles. <laughs> I'm so ridiculous. Um, Mark, yeah, he's he's uh projected to beat me. I have Hertz, and Hertz is uh, projected 27. He has Joe Flacco. He's projected 16. I'm not going to go down the whole list here, but um. His wide receivers, he has Mike Evans, uh, Amon Ray St. Brown, uh, Tyreek Hill, oh, Tyreek Hill, Taysom Hill. Um, he also has James Cook. I think I had James Cook in the beginning of the season. I, we probably traded 
Maybe it was maybe it was Devin Singletary. I, I don't remember. I think we traded at some point in the season, and I, I shouldn't have. It just didn't, or maybe it was him and Donovan that did that. I don't know. Um. Oh, there's no Donovan here tonight. So no Donovan. It's funny because uh, uh, real quick, last last week when I said uh, that Donovan was last place or something like that, he didn't show up. He actually fell asleep. He fell asleep in the bedroom. He was not feeling good. Um, I didn't know. Yeah, eventually he got sick. Or eventually I found out he was sick and then I got sick again. Yeah, shout out to Donovan. Um, let's see. So yeah, Mark is uh, projected to beat me, and he is currently our reigning champion. He's our twenty 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 two FFCL champion, and he's projected to go back to the champion. Never happened. In any of my leagues, and this has never happened in FFCL. This has not happened in uh, 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 in my last league. A champion going back to the championship game. Man, shout out to you, Mark. If I end up uh, coming to bring the title to you, man, you know we're gonna have to spend a whole day, <laughs> a whole day together. Uh, it's actually what happens anyway. I go hang out with him and. And we end up spending hours just hanging out, chilling, talking, talking sports, wrestling, cars, whatever the situation is. Um, if he beats me and he wins the league, I really look forward to 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 that. Um, let's go to the other semifinal game. This is pretty much the, you know, how there's an F- AFC championship and there's NFC championship. This is our the championship round, conference round. Yeah. Um, but we don't have that. So anyway. Uh, and, and the other semifinals game. We've got Roy versus Larry. Roy is projected. Roy at nine and, uh, nine and five. Larry at 10 and four. So far, Roy is projected at this date. Excuse me. He's projected to win 103.76 to 99.94. Now, even though I said earlier that Roy has a trophy, it was not a championship trophy. It Well, yes, it was. It was a, a division championship trophy. I had divisions, four divisions. I used to give away in my last league, I gave away divisional championship trophies. I, let's just say I spent too much money on trophies to a point to where I couldn't give everybody a trophy and people got mad at me. I am not doing that no more. <laughs> um, but this would be, I believe uh, all these years, his first, if, if he beats Larry, this would be Roy's first championship game or week. This would, I can't even, I don't know what to call it. Championship game, championship week, whatever. This would be his first FFCL Super Bowl or FFCL championship. That's what we'll call it. I like it. FFCL championship. And I believe he might be, I think he lives closer to me than 
than Mark does. Mark lives in Jersey. I believe Roy lives in Pennsylvania somewhere. But man, trust me, I want to win though. So I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping for uh, for my players to do something good. But let me tell you, this the gold championship FFCL. Man, let me see. Let me see this thing real quick. Again, if you are listening to this podcast later on, please go to the YouTube and just look at this championship belt. Like I love to hold it. I love to hold it. I love to put it around my shoulder. I'm a, I'm a, I try to put it around my waist, but I can't get the buckles to buckle in. So I mean, it has buckles. I just can't do it myself. I'm not saying I'm that fat. <laughs> I could fit it. It fits on me. <laughs> But um, yeah, it has some good weight to it. It's like it's about six pounds. It's very beautiful. It's shiny. The camera and the lighting here does not do it any justice. I'm I'm telling you, go to the FFCL Facebook page. Just just look for Fantasy Football Championship League on Facebook. Join the group. Look for the video. I, I I'm showing it off there. This thing is gorgeous. Let's see if I can get it close to the camera. Like this thing is, it's beautiful. Nice and shiny. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan of shiny things. But this is the world championship. The twenty. This is the 2023 FFCL world championship in my hand. And this is what it is every season. Do I have to describe it? Yes, I think I do. So I'm a big wrestling nerd. So uh, it has FFCL logo in the middle. And it's on top of uh, the WWF slash WWE. The, you know, the big gold with it or the big, the big eagle as the big eagle, the globe on it. And then on the big eagle, and globe is on top of the big gold, kind of like WCW. On the top it says 2023, and on the bottom where there is normally a nameplate on the big gold, it says world champion. Side plate says 2023 champion on the two sides, and on the back side, on the uh, outer plates, it says FFC has the FCL logo on those plates. Real leather, very well done. About six pounds. And on top of that, I'm not even going to pick up this thing. This belt's even bigger. The FFCL Gorman Campbell Legacy Championship. You'll earn your name on one of the plates, one of the 10 plates, because each plate represents a champion within the 10, within 10 years. Anyway, last but not least, the, I can't believe this show's almost uh, an hour and a half long. I did not. I I really try to go for an hour, but it just does not seem to happen. And I can only imagine if I have if I have a, a 
live callers eventually, which would be really freaking nice because I love to talk to people. I really want to talk to, I, I leave a link. I'll leave a link um, on the YouTube channel under the description of the live feed. Uh, click this link, download the app, um, get part of the show. Um, I'm really trying to get some callers. Like I really think having callers would make the conversation so much better. It's great. Trust me. Get some feedback from people, you know, come on, Philly or any Eagles fan worldwide, man. I don't even care if FFCL call or FFCL people want to call. Come on, man. Get part of the show. Last but not least, this Friday, December 20th. Oh, again, I don't know what today is. A million things on my phone. Yes, December 22nd. This Friday, December 22nd. At 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, your boy, Daniel, also known as SP, will be on Fox 29's Fantastic Sports Show Live, sitting there on the desk next to Jason Martinez and Breland Moore. We'll be talking sports, Eagles, mostly Eagles. I really hope mostly Eagles because I don't know nothing about hockey and basketball. I hope they remember that. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, it's a great opportunity that was presented to me a week ago today um, from the Fox producer. Um, and I was like shocked. I was kind of shocked in a way. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I had a feeling it was eventually going to happen because I communicate with them like all the time. I always send them a video to their show. Um, they have fan videos that they play uh, every every show. And they ask me all the time. I'm like, yeah, sure. I send a video. And that's that show is one of my inspirations to start this podcast. Um, not bad. But um, I'll be on that show live. And if... Uh, if you don't have Fox 29 um, and you live somewhere else, you could just download the Fox 29 app um, or you could go on their website, Fox 29 website, go to click live. Uh, make sure you tune in at, uh, at 1130 on a fan on the fantastic sports show. And they spell fantastic with a pH, just like how I have the fans nest. Same thing with a pH. So I really, uh, Hope you check it out. If you miss it, they replay it. I don't know when they replay it. They, especially because it's a Friday. Normally during the week they replay it. Sometime during the day, during the weekdays. I don't know how or when they replay um, a Friday night show. Just look out for it. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for today. Again, um, Thank you for, for watching the live show. Thank you for thank you for listening on a, on one of the podcasts uh, apps that that you uh, that you favor. Um, I would love feedback. I would love uh, if if you have a, an opportunity to call or just leave a comment. Um, that'd be great. Head over to YouTube. Um, you know, or any other uh, podcast uh, 
app, you know, follow the show, like the show. Um, YouTube is very, uh, important to me right now to, um, you know, follow, uh, follow the show. Uh, like, what do they say? Like, subscribe, hit the bell link, whatever, whatever it is that you got to do. Whatever you got to do, do it. I know sometimes notifications are very annoying when it's multiple notifications, but I don't post all the time. I don't have time to be posting all the time. That's some good beer. So, that being said, thank you so much. Um, and I hope you watch Fox 29 this Friday uh, again, uh, 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And I'll see you uh, next week on Fans Nest. Cheers. Go Eagles. Go Birds. Eagles fly.